stocks, bonds, ETFs, straight out of downtown Chicago. This is Zach's Market Edge. Welcome to Zach's Market Edge, the podcast about investing in your life. I'm your host, Tracy Reinick, and this week I'm joined by Zach's Director of ETF Research, Nina Mishra, to talk about everything that's going on in India. And there's a lot going on with the retail side, with the apps, companies competing there, there's new regulations, everything's in chaos, Nina. Mm -hmm. We've been talking about it. I went to go look at um, just like what the media is saying about everything to get a grip on it. And it seems kind of insane. So we're going to start with the retail side and those new regulations, which just went into effect, I guess, sure. on February 1st, 2019 yes. here. Yes. And suddenly, like the e-tailers had like a new reality, especially Amazon, which mm -hmm. is a big player over there. And then Walmart's Flipkart. We mm -hmm. forget that they now own Flipkart. Right. And they make up 70% of the online marketplace, Correct. apparently, over mm -hmm. there. And so now these new rules were to allow more competition, I guess we could say. Is that right? Yes, uh, they are a part of uh, what is ongoing as a part of economic nationalism, we can say. Yeah. Uh, so this is these are some very interesting developments. Amazon and Flipkart, two huge players in the Indian e-commerce market, uh, they were actually not allowed to operate as, uh, uh, you know, they were not allowed to sell directly on their right. marketplaces. Right. They were allowed to operate only as marketplaces. But both these companies, they found very, you know, innovative ways to operate <laughs> inventory-based models. Right, and so, some of that, didn't it include they would buy in a percentage of yes. a local-based company? Yes. And then basically, from what I gather, use that to drive down prices. Right. Basically. <laughs> yes. So th what they were doing, they basically, they owned uh, these wholesale companies yeah. uh, the and those wholesale companies in turn they provided goods to merchants and merchants sell those goods on these online uh, platforms now these rules uh, applied only to multi-brand retail operators okay uh, so amazon and flipkart which was even before walmart's acquisition it had a lot of foreign investment those rules did not apply to single brand retail like IKEA. So okay. IKEA opened one store in Hyderabad and uh, they are now opening in Mumbai, Bangalore, and they plan to open 20 more stores in the coming years. Okay, but so. this makes some sense to me, just like from a practical viewpoint, because no one else sells IKEA. Exactly. So who cares? If they want to discount the bed by 50%, uh -huh. they're only competing against themselves. Right. I guess they could, you could technically say they're competing against some other bed seller yes. out there, but that actual product is only made by them. But yes. these multi-brand, I might be able to buy that, you know, soap or something from another retailer, that mm -hmm. exact same brand. So if Amazon and it's... Uh, Selling you know, that soap yeah, at a 50, 25% yeah. discount. Then where am I going to order it from? I'm right. going to go on Amazon to order it. We've seen how this works in the United States. Yes. You go where it's cheapest. And Walmart is like basically made its whole reputation in the U.S. as well doing that, like the low-cost model. So then if I'm just like this local retailer, I have no chance 
against that right. kind of discounting. So that's what was happening. And according to the new rules, uh, sellers that obtain more than 25% of the goods from a company associated with the marketplace, so Amazon or Flipkart, Walmart, they will not be able to sell on that marketplace. Oh, okay. So Amazon had uh, more than 49% uh, investment equity uh, stake in two companies, uh, CloudTel and one more company. It was, uh, let me see the name here. Yeah, I saw the thing about CloudTel. So, so the latest news is that CloudTel had removed about 300,000 products uh, wow. from Amazon website. As of February 1st, right? Those yes. just went away. Yes. No. And then they have come back. Oh, okay. They have come back because Amazon has uh, reduced its indirect holding to 24%. Okay. So, so they sold part of their holding to someone else. To apparently. the other majority oh, holders. Oh, okay. All right. And I also, I also read <laughs> that Flipkart is also creating, a, you know, a huge layer of these B2B entities which will operate between its wholesale business and the sellers that operate on the marketplace. Okay. So they are already trying to, you know, find loopholes. Yeah. Because how is that going to stop anything? Okay. So say they, so now they own 24%, which is under the rules. Yes. But they can still, you know, do a 50% like reduction on the laundry detergent or right. whatever. Right. So <laughs> this isn't going to get us very far. So <laughs> we, yeah, it remains to be seen whether the Indian government will turn a blind eye to yeah. these, uh, you know, uh, th these companies finding loopholes or they will impose the new regulations more strictly. <laughs> now, who benefits from those uh, new rules, new e-commerce e rules? That is uh, India's yeah. richest man, okay. Mukesh Ambani, who owns Reliance. Okay. And I think uh, many people in the U.S. now know Mukesh Ambani because his daughter got married recently and it was the oh, costliest yeah. wedding of all time. I did see those pictures. With a private performance by Beyonce too. It, oh, that's right. <laughs> it's reported to have cost more than 100 billion, 100 million, sorry, dollars. Wow. So Reliance has already announced that they are launching a new e-commerce platform. Okay. And Mukesh Ambani also talked about data colonization by, you know, U.S. tech giants. He compared it to political colonization in the right. past. So that's, that's very interesting. This is interesting. the other big issue now, right? I, I did see this actual quote. Um, let me find it. In, in another topic we're about to discuss about the apps, mm -hmm. that data is the new oil. Yes. Yes, that's and what. So... That's what they are talking about now. <laughs> uh, so... So it's not just really about getting the detergent 50% off anymore, it doesn't sound like. It's also about what they find out about you when you're buying the detergent. Exactly. And that data aspect of it, and that they don't want... The um, data. They want the data to be stored in India. Right. They also want these online platforms, WhatsApp and all uh, a number of other social media related apps to moderate content. Right. And they also... Well, let's that, talk about the um, the part about how the content has to be in in the in India. Mm -hmm. That part, because we've talked about that before, but that right. was before they were going to actually institute it. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. so. That would impact a lot of the big financials, like the visas, the Mastercards, right? 
in addition to all these other all the other tech giants. Yes. So where does that stand now? Has that actually gone into effect? Or have they figured that out yet? So all the companies, including Amazon, American Express, Microsoft, they had okay. uh, they had expressed opposition to the rules. And yeah. They had applied to the government to reconsider those rules. So it was reported that uh, October, the first deadline was October, October okay. end, and Visa and MasterCard had already started storing transactions data, the current data, okay. at uh, data centers in India, but uh, they were still seeking relaxations uh, for storing of past data. Okay. So for storing of past data, which is currently stored in data centers, global data centers somewhere in the world, to move that past data and bring it back to India is going to be probably a lot more costly. So okay. so those, uh, those rules, uh, uh, I think they haven't been imposed yeah. in entirety as of now. They're, okay. they're still in consideration. And the second phase, uh, I think that they were open for comments. Okay. So we, we will see what happens. Yeah, I didn't see any you know, headline-breaking mm -hmm. stories mm -hmm. that it had officially been passed yet. Yes. Okay, so this ties into the apps then, mm -hmm. where they also are trying to regulate what's going on there. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about this because... WhatsApp, the last time we discussed, WhatsApp was still among the most popular with 250 million users yes. I see now. It's yes. gone up a bit since we last yeah. talked about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but it's now, there are some competitors because there's a lot of these Chinese apps which have exploded in popularity, especially the one by TikTok, mm -hmm. which is that lip sync um, for kids, really. But it's like a lip syncing video app, but it's... It's gaining popularity worldwide now. It's owned by ByteDance, China's ByteDance. Mm -hmm. And so this proposed change I saw would, um, I, s I had to write it down here, would require internet companies to proactively screen user posts and messages to ensure people don't share anything unlawful. <laughs> and I guess yes. unlawful means libelous, invasive of privacy, hateful or deceptive. So as soon as I saw this... Uh, the first thing I thought of was like, well, that's it's like nearly impossible to do. I mean, the Chinese managed to basically police their internet, but they have thousands of people sitting there to do it. Like, I don't know. And I know this is just under consideration, right? This hasn't actually actively passed yet. Yeah, this is a plan in consideration. So I... It read on F FT that uh, five out of top 10 apps uh, are in India are now Chinese-owned. Okay, that's so what that, I thought. So that's, that's why it makes a lot of sense uh, in addition to policing and uh, limiting the powers of U.S. tech giants. Now they are looking at these Chinese companies and Chinese right. uh, providers too. And this makes some sense to me because in the past, uh, there have been instances where misinformation and fake, fake news uh, yeah. was uh, circulated on WhatsApp and there were riots and some lynches too yeah. as a result. Yeah. So some you know, moderation of the content makes sense. But as you said, I do not know how they are going to enforce that because China basically has censorship right they have been doing it for so many years yeah and also because whatsapp messages and probably other social media apps also the messages are encrypted right so how they will you know make sense of those messages and how they are going to police those messages and right. also provide to the regulators uh, we will see but the 
You know, the main issue now in India uh, is the upcoming uh, parliamentary elections. Right. Well, that was my next question. How much is this, you know, really politics (laughs) with this upcoming election? Yes. Uh, So India will hold parliamentary elections in May. Okay. And I think till about a year back or so, everyone said that uh, Modi's party, BJP, the party, the Janata party, they will win majority again in the parliament it was kind of a uh, uh, gone conclusion but uh, their party lost three key state election elections late last year and uh, that is because you know uh, some uh, a part of the population they are not happy with the outcome of uh, demonetization move and new goods and services tax uh, regime so that is why they lost elections and it seems bjp is now not very sure about winning the parliamentary elections so that is why in order to appease uh, Indians, they are focusing on economic nationalism. This may be a part of the populist policies that they are trying to implement before the elections. And in the past, Modi government, when it came to power, uh, they have been they were very supportive of uh, uh, technology companies and foreign right. investment in India. Modi also visited Silicon Valley. He met with all the executives and assured them that they will have a lot of support from his administration. But everything seems to have changed in the past yeah. one year or so. <laughs> And that is the reason uh, why they were pressuring the central bank to to loosen monetary policy. And uh, central bank uh, in the past had been very independent, had operated as a very independent authority, monetary authority. So late last year, the central bank governor resigned and it was reported he resigned in protest of uh, government's uh, intervention and monetary policies. He did not want to, uh, he did not want any interference from politicians. And Modi government appointed a bureaucrat as as a central bank governor. And recently they did cut rates, which was rather surprising after the central bank had been raising the rates for the past couple of years in order to keep inflation under control. But this delivered the new uh, governor delivered a surprise rate cut, I think. How can maybe do <laughs> maybe to appease the politician. And that is that is never good for the economy, whether whether it's the US or yeah. India, an independent central bank is very important for proper functioning of the economy. Yeah. Now back to the apps thing. Um, is it possible that most of this is just being proposed and it's kind of out there because we're we're getting like towards the end of February, the elections in May, and that nothing will actually result on on that initiative before the election? That is quite possible because these are still, you know, in the works. So probably they will, they are open for comments now. And by the time they become a rule, it may be election time. And depending on the outcome of the election, whether BJP wins election or or right. we see another party uh, um, in power. So I think uh, there's a lot of uncertainty as of now. Probably we'll get a better clarity only after we know the outcome of the elections in India. 
I saw that some of the big tech companies have been providing comments too. Mm -hmm. And Microsoft in particular said that complying with this kind of app would be nearly impossible because it doesn't control the whole uh, network basically. Exactly. And you would have to literally monitor what goes on even at like Wi-Fi hotspots and things like that. And then they said, obviously, the other side would just be the cost of doing it would yeah. be prohibitive. Why would you be in there if you had to hire literally thousands of people to monitor? Yeah, ultimately, all these rules uh, would hurt customers, whether it's yeah. the e-commerce rules imposed on Amazon or and Flipkart or uh, these data center rules imposed on financial firms, uh, increased costs will be passed on to customers right. and customers will be the biggest losers in this game. Yeah. I mean, I'm, it makes me wonder what would happen if like WhatsApp just decided to like pull out of the market. Yes. It, I think there would be quite an outcry. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think, <laughs> I, I think with more than 250 million users, yeah. they will not, but uh, yes, they may, they may, you know, they curtail their growth plans in India yeah. and they, they had already applied for a payment service. That's nothing, right. Forgot nothing about else. That. Nothing has happened so far because of all yeah. these regulatory concerns. So uh, they may curtail their spending in India if Indian government goes ahead with the with these rules. Where does this leave on some of the payment side? I know Alibaba has been trying to make a push to get in there, and don't they 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 are a backer of one of the Indian payment yeah, systems, right? Uh, yes. So Paytm is the biggest uh, operator, okay. payment system operator, and uh, it was a huge beneficiary of the demonetization. That's move. right. And I've really seen a lot of digitization of payments in India because, okay. you know, mobile phones, uh, smart, cheap smartphones with limited functions are so popular in India. Data plans are very cheap. So Indians have gone directly from cash to mobile payments. Yeah. Uh, credit card stage was right. was not Forget so popular. Yeah. In India. Uh, so yes, Paytm is a big player and it has a lot of investment from Chinese and US uh, tech giants. It also received an investment from Warren Buffett okay. late last year. But all other tech companies have also been trying to, you know, um, do their own payment, launch their own payment services in India. Google has a payment service in India. Amazon has a payment service in India. Uh, Facebook is trying now right, through right. its what's, WhatsApp platform. So far, they have not been able to launch it. Okay. Well, that's another area we'll keep an eye on. Yes. That's, that's definitely a hot area for sure. Um, you might not know the answer to this, but how is IKEA doing <laughs> over in, <laughs> in India? Because that's just, a, I would think, a big market for them. Yes, I think they must be doing pretty well. Okay. Uh, Do you know anyone then, who's gone there? Have you checked no, it out? No, I haven't. It's in, it's in Hyderabad and I don't okay. when I visit India. I normally do not go to Hyderabad, but I read that they are planning to open 20 more stores. Wow. So I think their growth plans, obviously it's a, uh, India is a very important country for the country for India's global growth yeah. ambitions and for Amazon and Walmart too. Yeah. Uh, but I read uh, IKEA is doing pretty well. Okay. Do they have the restaurant there? They must. Yes. They, okay. they, uh, in <laughs> the Hyderabad, they, they have a big restaurant where they serve everything from kebabs and biryanis to wow. uh, some, uh, probably some Swedish. Uh, I don't know. I wonder if they sell the meatballs. Or, no, they can't, not, right? I'm a vegetarian sure. version? I'm not sure whether they're selling uh, 
but <laughs> but they have it's a huge store at it and it's pretty popular in Hyderabad. Okay. Well, yeah, we like them here. I I like to go to uh, them yes, here. Yes, yeah. IKEA is always even if you don't buy anything, it's right? always good to visit and explore, look at the latest totally. things yeah. and go to their restaurants. It's right. always it's always fun. It's like an all-day event or something. Yeah. Okay, so we'll keep an eye on that too if we see anything. They're always kind of secretive on like what's going on yes. with their business because right. they are privately held. Mm-hmm. So most people don't realize that you cannot invest in IKEA, I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. But you can invest in a whole bunch of the other names we talked about here today so we know most of them but walmart they own the flip cart wmt they just reported blowout earnings you might want to go check that out amazon amzn we didn't talk about twitter but they're probably affected by the they would be by that data yeah yeah the data and yeah and like having Mm. to monitor i can't imagine Mm. is twitter big in india I think it's pretty popular. Okay. Uh, I've seen people using Twitter a lot. Okay. So Twitter, TWTR is going to face that same issue. Facebook, obviously, FB. Microsoft, we mentioned them. MSFT, if you want to get in on the payment side. Uh, Alibaba is an option, a way to get in there too with B-A-B-A is the ticker there. I think that covered everybody. But we're going to keep an eye on this India story because a lot's going on and we'll probably do another show after the election so that we can kind of see what the fallout's going to be. (laughs) That would make a lot of sense. Yeah. And I I read that Netflix is also investing a lot in India. Oh, yeah. And they are are launching uh, some nine new series, new new original series. Wow. Uh, Nine different series? They had a big one, didn't they, that was really popular? Sacred Games. That's right. They they invested a lot in that. And they they were some top, uh, they hired some of the top Bollywood actors for that show. And that was... Must be working. That was pretty popular in in India. So when... uh, um, Netflix and Amazon both launched their video services in India. Initially, Amazon focused more on homegrown content. Okay. Uh, they they would uh, they developed a lot of original content in India. Where was Net- Netflix originally uh, was focusing um, a lot on the U.S. content yeah. or their global content, but now both are producing a lot of original content for wow. Indian viewers. So both both are pretty popular. Have they kept the price the same? I know yes. we talked about this. Yes. Wasn't it still like 10 bucks a month or yeah, something for Netflix? Yeah, yeah, that's expensive. eight or nine bucks, which is pretty expensive for yeah. Indian middle class, but right. uh, they want to keep their prices high, I guess. Okay, must be working. Yeah, that's working right. for them. Yeah, that's another thing we're going to keep an eye on on both those companies. So we'll add Netflix into their NFL X is the ticker there. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of The Market Edge because you never know what part of the world we're going to go to the next week. But we love talking about India, so we will be talking about this one again in the next couple months here. But you can get us on Apple Podcasts, of course. And also on SoundCloud, you can get us with the Value Investor Podcast on SoundCloud. So two for one deal over there. And I believe we're now on Spotify. Go look over on Spotify. I think we're over there. Um, But you can get us a lot of places. But be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And I'll be back again next week with some more stocks.